everyone to the All Good in the Brotherhood podcast, and Happy Thanksgiving. I am Brother Francisco, and joined with me, as always, is my bro, Nate. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. We thought it was really cool that our podcast uh, day falls today on Thanksgiving, so we wanted to make a special Thanksgiving episode with you guys. So we're going to spend most of the time really just talking about our experiences with Thanksgiving, our favorite traditions, um, what does Thanksgiving look like now that I'm a monk, uh, what does Thanksgiving look like for Nate since he's at Thomas Aquinas in California and isn't able to come back uh, home, and then close up a little bit at talking about genuine gratitude and what it means to be grateful um, despite circumstance and uh, in more than just uh, on Thanksgiving Day. So, yeah, so we'll just kind of just roll on in here. Uh, what would you say are like maybe two or three of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions that we did growing up or like a particular year where you really enjoyed a Thanksgiving? Yeah. Um, one thing I liked always would be probably the afternoon. Obviously, you know, everything about Thanksgiving is fun. It's like one of my favorite holidays because it's like mm-hmm. everyone comes together. It's kind of like a low-key holiday. A little bit underrated, honestly. Everyone talks about Easter and Christmas, but I always like how everyone come together, especially family, at Thanksgiving. And um, let me think. If I could think of a couple things that stand out. One would be, um, this isn't really a tradition. Well, it's, it happens every year, but it's not like an event. It's just every year, uh, our mom's pumpkin bread's like the best. Oh, for sure. So I mainly, when I was a little kid, I was picky, so I'd mainly just eat that and turkey. Yep. Um, and just feast on all that over and over again. But um, I think one year you ate almost a whole loaf by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that. Um, and then afterwards, I remember back when we, uh, when we were little kids and we still believed in Santa. Um, we would write our letters to the North Pole on um, Thanksgiving afternoon after the dinner. Yeah. Yep. And that, that was always fun because, like, if we, if us as kids ever wanted, um, like, the same gift, we would just. Um, like, all write it on the same, like, each of our lists separately, we would include it all, just, like, yeah. drive home the point that we really want this. Um, so, we'd, like, we'd, we'd plan together and strategize, like, what we were going to ask for. Yeah. To, to So, that was fun. Um, and then, I guess, one other thing, real quick, uh, would be the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, when um, mom would go shopping and, like, our older sister would go shopping and stuff. Like, we didn't really, we weren't yeah. really into that vibe growing up because um, we were boys. And we didn't really want to go shopping. Uh, so we would go to some of our friend's house and uh, just, like, play uh, backyard football with them. And yeah. That was always super fun. Yeah, I remember one year particularly, all of the Depews came out. Um, I feel like even, did Miss, I think even Mrs. Depew might have come out, at least to, like, watch. Um, so, uh, like, yeah, it was just, like, and we all had, growing up uh, with our friends, we all played flag football, too. So we all had these jerseys from different teams. So we all wore uh, different uh, football team jerseys, um, and we had flags and like referees, and mm-hmm. it, they made it like all official. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, to have like a true turkey bowl, um, that's definitely one of my favorite memories is playing uh, football with them. Yeah. I think also um, something I always loved um, for Thanksgiving was um, just 
I guess, yeah, like the the mornings of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we would always go on walks, like in preparation to eat. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'd be short, sometimes they'd be long. Yeah. Never um, generally eating early on in the day. You just yeah. kind of save up the appetite. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, those Thanksgiving walks were just like extra cool. I felt like mm-hmm. every, it, it seemed like things could really slow down. Um, Especially the years when it snowed. Um, yeah. Yeah. The day before or the day of Thanksgiving. Because that, that seems in my mind, maybe it was only a couple of times, but in my mind growing up as a kid that actually happened a good number of times we'd have like in kind of the early first winter snow yeah. would always be somewhere around thanksgiving so we would be walking in the snow i think it snowed more here on thanksgiving than it has on, on christmas. christmas yeah uh, i think my favorite thanksgiving though was when we had um so there was a there's a organization called the apostolate for family consecration um that Look them up. I'm not going to explain it. They're but based they're, in Ohio. Yeah. And their whole mission is kind of renewal of the family uh, through devotion to the Holy Family. Um, but they have a like a summer retreat center in Ohio called Catholic Family Land um, that is run by like huge staff, both college and high school. But they have a year-round staff of consecrated laymen and women um, called the Catholic Corps. And one year we invited all the Catholic Corps men um, over to our house. Right, um, and yeah. most of them came. And we actually – we had – mass in our house yeah uh which was really cool and there was just there was a bunch of like a dozen of them and And then then my one of my really good friends from school alperin who's um from turkey uh came and oh that was just that was really cool too we had like really diverse um group of people there and um it was just a really special time uh with all of them and i love thanksgiving being like a big holiday lots of people mom and dad generally would always have someone else over or yeah. we would go over to our grandparents house or they would come over to ours um one year uh, do you remember this actually we did thanksgiving twice yeah we, i was like i think i was like four but i do remember it we yeah. drove to our grandparents in central illinois first for an early thanksgiving with some of our extended family on my dad's side over there and then we drove all the way up to upstate new york to my mom's parents house for Thanksgiving with her extended family. Uh, we called it Thanksgiving 2005, 2005 miles, because my dad actually calculated it was almost that, um, which is kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fun time. It was a lot of time in the car, um, but it was that was a blast. A lot of cornfields driving up to Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I remember Tom, our older brother, uh, he had this like personal radio uh, that he was listening to music on, and he found a station that was playing Thanksgiving songs, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing, no. And there was, uh, I still remember, I was, you know, what, eight maybe? Yeah. Um, but the lyrics said, turkey, 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 and pumpkin pie. Poor little Johnny's got only one eye. What? That didn't make any sense. I know, it's some weird bump, country bumpkin See, that's song. That's why there aren't stations for uh Thanksgiving this music. Is, we're probably in the middle of Indiana or Ohio at oh, this yeah. point, so they, yeah. you know, they don't got any class when it comes to music. Wow. Okay. Um, sorry if you're from Ohio, or Indiana. I didn't actually mean that. Um, no, you probably did. Ohio. Well, never mind. We're, you know, let's stop. <laughs> Steubenville's in Ohio, and so is Finland. So we love it. Yeah, but um, in general, Ohio's kind of a rough state. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I in the monastery, um, we have different things, and Nate's had different experiences at TAC. So, how about you talk about your your last year, Thanksgiving, um, yeah. you had it with a ton of people, didn't you? Yeah, well, the last year, like you said earlier, I wasn't able to come home because it's, we don't get many days off from my college for Thanksgiving. We literally, um, I don't even think, if I remember right, we, we didn't even get Wednesday 
off from classes or half day. So we finish Wednesday classes and that, then after that, it's kind of up to you to find a, something to do uh, locally for Thanksgiving because um, I didn't have time to fly back from California to Pennsylvania. So, um, yeah, so I stayed with a friend uh, and his family in Pasadena. And it was cool because he, he has, he's one of 10 kids and uh, like all their in-laws came out and other friends from college came out. So, uh, I mean, Thanksgiving was a blast. But then, like the day after that, we did like a turkey bowl at like a at this basically this field that's near. If you ever seen the the Rose Bowl in that's in Pasadena um, every year, it's right by the big stadium there. Um, so we we were playing. It was kind of cool to be playing like that like kind of pickup football right next to the huge football stadium. Um, so yeah, Thanksgiving and Black Friday were fun. And then the day after that, we had like a huge, um, they had a huge Thanksgiving party where like a bunch of people from, tons of friends from college came out uh, to the house and it was lit. We, we had a blast. Um, so yeah, that was a fun, like very different experience because for one thing just wasn't with family, which normally, you know, my experience growing up was always with family at Thanksgiving, but it was cool because I was with a family. Um, and yeah, there was like, I think at the Thanksgiving dinner, there was like close to like 30 people there. It was, crazy. it was crazy. That would be a blast. Well, in, in the monastery, um, I think my, the Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday in the monastery, honestly. Because um, for one, uh, it feels very much like a family holiday. Because Christmas is kind of chaotic, um, and so is Easter. But Thanksgiving is, like you said earlier, a chill, more chill holiday. And we really kind of take that in as a, mo- as a monastery. Um, and a lot of monks who are parish priests or who are assigned maybe outside of St. Vincent itself all come back. So we have our meal around 1230. Um, so it's more of a lunch kind of a thing. Okay. So we have like drinks and snacks and stuff and prep around 1130. And then we go into dinner and we do like a sit down family style in our dining room. And we probably have about 100 people wow. eating all at once. Uh, and each table of eight gets its own turkey. That's crazy. And they all come in, they, they like ring this bell and then someone plays on, I don't know, over the speakers in the dining hall, like a trumpet blast. And then everyone stands and claps as the waiters who are monks who like volunteer to wait, uh, come in with their turkeys. They set them down on the table and then someone at the table volunteers to carve. And then we all, you know, get mashed potatoes, stuffing, gravy, that's awesome, yams, all that, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, and it's it's just really cool to see all everyone together for the holiday, and then um, we also do kind of a football bowl, uh, Thanksgiving bowl, turkey bowl, after the meal. A lot of people are going to ne- take a nap, you know, because they're kind of boring, but. Uh, there are, there are a few of us. We probably get about eight to ten. So we can right. do. Um, last last year was actually a lot of fun. Um, one of the monks who I did not expect to come out, um, he did. Uh, who's my former novice master, Father Joe, and he took it way more seriously really? than he's like. It's like, all right, we're okay. You're gonna cut left. I'm gonna go right, and we're gonna. All right, you okay? We're gonna call this play this, and if I call that out, like as we're huddling up, you know, we can switch it to this, and then. He was he was all into it. It was That's hilarious. Crazy. Um, well, he was like he was a military chaplain for a while, so he was like yeah. an intense guy. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he's very he's very intense. Um, but it was a ton of fun. So yeah, and uh, Thanksgiving continues to be uh, a holiday I love in the monastery. It's more relaxed. Uh, there's less to worry about. 
and just it's just time to be with the brothers, mm-hmm. um, you know. And even even once I did actually go out and see Tom and Johanna, our brother and sister in law and their kid, um, to just to visit in Pittsburgh. So I still even had the opportunity to have a little bit of family time, right? Which is it's are you required thing. to be at the monastery for the Thanksgiving meal though? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But and they, that's why you said there's there's so many monks there. You said there's like a hundred at the meal, which is that yeah. probably the most you have for like any meal for the whole year? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Except for maybe um vows, mm-hmm. um, which in is in July. Uh, we have our festive meal first, the feast of Saint Benedict, patron of Western monasticism, um, and he that that dinner we usually have almost everyone come back, even guys from Savannah mm-hmm. and people from Taiwan, um, come for that. Wow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, that's our Thanksgivings, and we, now we're going to talk just a little bit about gratitude. Um, so, Thanksgiving is obviously a holiday where we remind ourselves of what we're thankful for and, you know, where the blessings are that God has given us, but um, if we are only really thinking about those on that day, we kind of miss the point of what gratitude is. Um, so, Nate and I were talking, and uh, I, he was talking about the way he looks at gratitude, um, and I really, really liked it. So I thought I would just offer you to talk a little bit about how you see a way to be more grateful um, and to make Thanksgiving a you know perpetual disposition and not just a day. Yeah. Um, well, I guess two things came out in my mind as causes of gratitude or at least a, of kind of an emotional gratitude that we feel in our lives normally. One is obviously when you get something brand new. So like when you get a gift at Christmas and it's new, that's when you're probably most excited and feel most immediately thankful for it. You're probably going to be less likely to feel as grateful for it, in my experience, a few months later when it's just sitting around. Yeah, yeah. It's it's when it's new and it's fresh and you look at it as something new that you haven't had before. That's when you feel really grateful about it because it's this new thing you never had before and now you do. And for me, the other time when I normally feel grateful um, is probably... I guess, whereas the first one is when something's new, uh, the second for me is when I'm missing something, mm-hmm. is when I really appreciate it. So, for example, um, in our house sometimes, if, like, I don't know, the plumber's working or something, we have to turn off the water, that's when suddenly I notice how much I like just being able to use a tap on full blast. Yeah. Or when um, when it's bad weather, you suddenly appreciate, oh, man, I, I really suddenly, in my mind, appreciate those days when we have good weather and I can do something outside. Mm-hmm. Or when you're sick, you appreciate health for the first time. Uh, in a long time often. Yeah, when you, yeah. Health isn't normally something we kind of take it for granted. We, it isn't normally something we have to think about. But, when you know, when you lack it is when you appreciate it. So I guess, yeah, those two things. One, when a thing is new. Or two, when it you're lacking it is when you appreciate it. Um, and, of course, it's not all about feelings, right? It, we don't have to feel deep, uh, thankful emotions all the time. But I think a way we can a little bit more experience gratitude... Um, including maybe emotionally, is just to uh, kind of create for ourselves those two causes. Mm -hmm. So um, on one hand, we can look at things as new, even if we own them before or if we've experienced them many times. um, We can kind of try to see it with new eyes as if it was a new gift to us that we're receiving. In my experience, like one example would be my college, the campus is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. We're like 15 minutes from the beach were set in like the valley between these mountains right next to a national forest and so it's just beautiful that the mountains around there and it looks when you first show up you're like oh my gosh is this like a california resort town (laughs) um it looks so gucci 
But then uh, after a few months of being there, just by, you know, habit and um, just getting acclimated to it, I take it for granted. I forget how beautiful it is. Yeah. So like this past semester, there was one day when I like paused for a minute. I looked around. I'm like, I'm going to really try to look at this as if I was looking for for the first time all over again. And like I looked at it and I like try to notice different particular details, not just in general that is beautiful, but specific details about like that part of that uh, building looks beautiful. This part of the lawn or the woods over there look beautiful. And and when I did that, I tried to look at things as new as if I hadn't seen them before. Uh, I really felt grateful for where I was and, and for the beauty of the campus. Um, and then the other cause, like I said, which is when you you're lacking something, you appreciate it most, I guess. Um, we can kind of imagine for ourselves when with a given thing what life would be like without it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. with a family member that maybe you're feeling a little bit ungrateful for and you're not very happy with them, um, sometimes it's good to stop and just imagine, well, look, maybe I'm a little annoyed with them on this day or that day, but what would life be like without them? And we realize there's so many things around us that life would be so much more miserable without, mm. whether it's a family member or a friend or just a basic daily amenity uh, or food that you know our, our parents cook for us or like where we live like there's so many things that we we did take them for granted and we don't appreciate them and sometimes we even get irritated at them but life would be so much harder without them so i guess those two for me are the ways to foster thanksgiving in my own life and hopefully um for listeners if if you try it it will help you too just on one hand like i said to look at things as new um, and on the other, to wonder and, and take moments every now and then to ask ourselves what life would be like without it, and then realize how much more grateful we should be um, that we don't have to live life without it. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that, and that to me that kind of calls forth an idea of a, a spirit of gratitude and not just a momentary um, moment. That, bleh, that's redundant. A momentary emotion. A yeah, feeling, of yeah. gratitude. Um, that. Yeah, it's great to be grateful in the moment, but we also need to have a disposition to look for things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, the more and more we're open to for something to strike us that we then are thankful for, I think we will be more grateful. Mm -hmm. And the more and more that we open ourselves to gratitude, um, we find that there are more and more opportunities to be grateful. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, too, like... I know for me, like the times where I'm trying to really stress being more grateful for even the small things, I find way more reasons to be joyful and way more reasons to be happy. Mm -hmm. um, and in that way, I think gratitude and joy are very linked. That if you have a genuine desire to be grateful for the things that you encounter on a daily basis, you're going to find joy in them. Be like, wow, like I get to see this every day. Mm -hmm. Like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and that can you can continue to maintain that even if your circumstances around you are not ideal if you're i don't know going through some difficulty or maybe experiencing a level of suffering um that might weigh you down but if you have this uh more spirit of gratitude and joy um well it might not change the situation uh it might change the way in which you look at it um and you can even find things to be grateful for despite what might be happening to you mm -hmm. um, which is you know when we stop on thanksgiving we realize like okay yeah look at all the things that might have not been great this year but look at all the blessings yeah. like we can do that on a daily basis like um 
the examine, daily examine at the end, especially the way St. Ignatius talks about looking, reflecting on your day is, um, yeah, you reflect on the ways you failed and the ways you sinned, but you also have to spend a lot of time reflecting on the ways in which God has blessed you and the opportunities you've had uh, for grace. And that just, if you do that on a daily basis, each day can kind of be like a mini Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, which is, I, yeah, I just think really good. Yeah, well, I definitely think that's all true. Um, and of course, probably the key to like the core of all that is um, prayer. Like you were mentioning, prayer is a good way to access it, but particularly the prayer of the Eucharist. Mm. So in, in the Catholic faith, you know, we're blessed with being able to receive the Eucharist as, as much as we want on a daily basis that we choose. And the Eucharist um, comes from a word which just in Greek means uh, thanksgiving. Yeah, right. So the the key to one of that, I think, for me, is one of the keys of being grateful is having that daily renewal of the Spirit by receiving, um, you know, the bread of life, which then brings all the other aspects of life um, into a brighter focus where you're able to appreciate them and you're yeah. able to have gratitude for things that otherwise you might take for granted, otherwise might just seem mundane or ordinary. Because when it really comes down to it, um, at least in our in our kind of privileged life here, especially in America, we um, we really do have more to be grateful for than to complain about. Yeah, yeah. We can spend our whole lives grumbling because there's always going to be something we can find to grumble about if we want to. We there's always something wrong if we really look hard enough, and sometimes it doesn't take that much looking. But um, if we really think about it more, so we realize. We don't need to grumble. We don't really need to complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need to be just grumblers. There's more to be grateful for in this beautiful life of ours than there is to be sad or complain about. And I, I think that's kind of the key to having um, lasting Thanksgiving. And la- and like you said, a Thanksgiving every day is just to realize, like, yeah, sure, sometimes life gets you down. Sometimes there's um, mental health problems and, and there's struggles and we have addictions and we have problems all around our world. But we have so much to be grateful for. It really, the good outweighs the bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really finding the transcendentals and everything. Like if we find beauty, you were talking about kind of stopping and looking at the beauty and that makes you grateful. If you find something genuinely good or you hear something true, um, be grateful for that. Um, And because, yeah, yeah, sure, there's lies, there's ugliness and there is deceit uh, and, you know, just genuinely something bad in the world. But but like you said, the good outweighs it. Mm-hmm. Um, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with that, um, it's it is ironic that the day after Thanksgiving, uh, Black Friday is like the greediest day of the year. Mm-hmm. So as soon yeah. as we give thanks for what we have, now I got to go out and get more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not content with what I have. Yeah. Um, and I think we tend to do that on a micro scale every day. That we're like, yeah. oh, thank you God for this. But the next day I turn around, oh my gosh. I want what that person has. I wish I felt better here. Mm-hmm. Good God, just take this away from me. Uh, greedily wanting these right. things um, instead of stopping for the moment and saying, wow, I want to be grateful for this. Mm-hmm. So if you're going out Black Friday shopping tomorrow, that's all fine and good. But make sure that you still take into account what you already have. Mm-hmm. Be grateful for that. Um, yeah, I know there's good deals. I certainly do some online Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping for Christmas. But the, what is the point of it? Is is it to fulfill uh, some need I think I have? Um, or is it just simply I want and I'm not grateful for enough for what I have? Right. Um, and the key is not um, – the, the, 
the key thing to remember, the most, I think, crucial part, is that, um, like many things in life, uh, it's not about that we have to fabricate emotions. Because yeah. um, I think there's kind of an unfortunate image that gratitude is just like feeling happy all the time or, or feeling like we um, everything in life is going well. But that's not what we need to ha- We don't need to have that to be grateful. Uh, we don't have to always be happy to be grateful. It's okay to not be okay emotionally. We can yeah. still be grateful in spite of that because we can recognize that in spite of the challenges that we face, like you said, the, the lies, the ugliness of life, the, the difficulties that we face, um, again, whether it be a mental health crisis or, or some issue with, with an addiction or, or just some uh, loved one who's suffering, whatever it is, um, in spite of that, we can see that there is beauty in the world and there is truth and there is goodness even amidst that. Yeah. We can be grateful that, okay, I may not, we, I may not feel good right now, but I can be grateful that I'm still breathing and living in a world where there is truth and there is goodness and beauty. And it makes the sufferings worthwhile. So yeah. we don't have to feel good to be grateful. We can just, we can choose, okay, I'm going to be thankful for what I do have. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I totally agree. I don't think I have anything else to add. So um, from Nate and I here in the All Good in the Brotherhood podcast, uh, we want to again wish you happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoy a wonderful day with your loved ones. And may God continue to bless all of you. Look out for our next episode. We're going to do something a little different, um, a little special, kind of take a step away from a discussion and um, just try something new. So uh, we leave you hanging on what that is to hopefully uh, pique your interest. So stick around, and we uh, hope you have another blessed, beautiful Thanksgiving. God bless. Thank you.